Hello, Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Jan. Hey Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, I know what you did last summer, the original <laughs> 1997. Sorry, I was like, wait a second. I don't know if I like remember the exact wording. It's like to all the boys where I was like, shit, yeah. I should have looked it up. <laughs> um, but first, uh, Jane. I wanted to talk to you about a teen encounter that I had over the last week. Ooh, exciting. Exciting. <laughs> um, so what happened was I was on a work retreat, a mandatory work retreat. Uh, no other comments about that. But we were in upstate New York around Lake Minnewaska which is very beautiful. You know, I'm I'm assuming it's like similar to like St. George. Like where where do you go sometimes? Lake George. Lake George. St. George. Lake George. <laughs> the saint. Um and uh we went to a bowling alley mm. with my um with my coworkers and something I picked up on immediately was that they were really 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 strict about ID for um mm. For drinks, and it makes sense because there were the place was crawling with teens. <laughs> Exciting! There were many teens, and then many old people really into the bowling. And then one group of cool teens came in, paid for a bowling like lane, and then just like hung out eating fries and were not bowling. And that was really no. interesting to me. <laughs> I w- I guess they're so desperate for private space, a but place I would to hang out. Yeah. I would. If yeah. I was like, we can bowl. We're gonna. We're gonna. Bowl. They did bowl, like dude. everyone took like maybe one or two turns, and then they just stopped mm. mid game. And if you stop, like nothing will happen. Like it'll just wait for yeah. you. And I would be like, I'll chilling. bowl for you guys. <laughs> you would. Walk I would be over. off bowling. All the other teens are hanging out. <laughs> You're like, what? Whose turn is it? I'll do it for you. <laughs> I did want to say unrelatedly slash related to your work retreat. I think it should be illegal for you to have to eat more than one meal a day with your coworkers. <laughs> You think they should legislate it? <laughs> yeah, unions. I'm yeah, I you to take honestly. On this cause. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's ask them. Um, I agree with that, but I will. Uh, I will refrain from commenting some more. These teens also. Um, part of the bowling alley had a little bit of like an arcade, and at the end, we went to use the arcade. And me and my friend were doing like the Papa shot, like the basketball, like yeah thing. And these two, like, very cool teen girls were, like, impatiently waiting for us to be done. Mm -hmm. They're, like, Mm -hmm. they were literally, like, being, like, like, looking at their phones and being, like, I was, like, (laughs) okay, relax. I'm trying as hard as I can. (laughs) You deserve Um, to be there as much as any teen. Thank you, Jane. (laughs) Um, Jane, do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for roll call. Roll call. <laughs> I like how it sounds more and more like an industrial like barge. <laughs> 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 who do we who do we have today, Jane? Okay, we have someone very special. I was very impressed with her answer. Her name is Ooh. Gina. She was known as the gymnast at her high school. <gasps> so she was a gymnast teen and she was a competitive gy- gymnast. 
Um, and she spent most of her time at practice and traveling for competitions at meets. Oh, my God. She also went to school part-time to accommodate this, three days at school and two days teaching herself at home. That's really imp- impressive and incredible, a, I think. What an incredible teen. Do you, Jane, do you like the movie Stick It? Of course I do. Okay. <laughs> I do don't you know, like it? I think it kind of flew under the radar. I love that movie. And I think it it didn't have like a wide theater release or something. I don't know. I mean, Some it's people not don't know as, it. it's not as good or as iconic as Bring It On, but I think it's still fun. Gina should have been, Gina could have been in it. She could be yeah. the character. <laughs> How do you, would you have known her? Um. Okay. I would have, I would have also called her the gymnast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know if I would have. I, I, it sounds like she was not in school a lot. I guess if someone was this, um, really cool and like dedicated to sport, I would have like known their name, but like not really been buddies with them because I'm too insecure and want to see my friends like every day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I, I guess like the parallel is there was this one girl at my high school, uh, in Manila who like in high school, was training for the Southeast Asian Games for triathlon. Wow. Um and like of course literally everybody knew. Like it was across yeah. the school immediately. And so that would but like I was like too intimidated to go up to her. So like I think that's like what I would have felt. Um yeah. What about you? I also probably wouldn't have known her to be honest. Too um, intimidating. I, my so my sister was in gymnastics, but never at that level. But I would have thought that I could understand what she was going through because my sister had been a gymnast. So I would be like, "Wow, I really like. I know what she's up to." Um, <laughs> but I didn't because not only was I not a gymnast, it was my sister who was six years older than me and who I still don't talk to very much. If you um, had, if you had been next to her, you would have been like, "Hey," you would have tried to <laughs> come up with something to be like, "Hey, how's the insert like gymnast thing?" Yeah, I've been like, what's how bouncy is the floor these days? <laughs> how how unparalleled are those bars? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Even I was like, ugh. Oh, fine. <laughs> All right. Um, Isa, how do people get their names read on roll call? Great question, Jane. Uh, you should subscribe to our brand new Patreon. At, it's not brand new. It's yeah. <laughs> mildly. It's mildly recent. Uh, Patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. And if you're lucky, we will slide into the DMs to ask you what type of teen you were. Okay, that sounds really creepy. Um, yeah. I yeah, do have it a could comment. Be um, Isa, you requested that I listen to. No, that's not true. I asked for recommendations <laughs> for podcasts, and my friends came through. And I was listening to to one that Isa recommended, and <laughs> someone on that podcast was talking about how pathetic Patreons are with a certain number of subscribers <laughs> slash money. And I was like, Oh no! But no. you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, especially if you don't, if you're not already Twitter famous, which is us. Yeah, yeah. Also, I personally had an even more pathetic Patreon, so this is we're we're doing oh. um, light years better than that. What's pathetic about earning a net positive amount of money per month? Like that's so true. Like regardless five of the bucks number. per month, baby. <laughs> okay. Um. So this movie, uh, <laughs> this movie is a 1997 like the like. I don't know, iconic slasher film. I know what you did last summer. Um, Jane, I don't know if you, like, knew the book. I actually remember 
in the 90s when this movie came out the book like started to be republished and like they would put the movie characters on the um you know <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying i the like movie on the book, cover the movie yeah book cover. they'd be yeah, like oh yeah. he's hot hot and i was like um oh, it looks so teen i was not familiar with i didn't even know there was a book until i looked at the wiki oh gotcha 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 um I thought that the movie and the book like came out simultaneously, but this movie is based on a 1973 novel of I know called I Know What You Did Last Summer and is a little bit different. Um, also related to a hook hand. <laughs> <laughs> a hook. Um, but but yes. Yeah, so this was this movie was you know it's kicked off this huge franchise of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, it was directed. It was written by Kevin Williamson who just uh wrote scream the year before Mm it um which i would say is like funny and this one's like not really supposed to be funny that's the vibe that i so i've never seen scream either um and that was sort of the vibe i took away from this was that it wasn't a satire this is just like straight like this is the legend of the hook hand (laughs) right i i have seen scream but i had never seen this um, I did want to. I I did want to talk about. I dug up like something about the book, in the the idea of the author actually came from a teen. Um, so the author of this book said she got the idea for the book while she was making dinner, and her daughter was having a conversation with a friend in the kitchen about a boy that interested her, and her friend was considering what to wear on an upcoming date, and then the teen. The daughter and the friend eventually found out they were talking about, like, the same boy who was, like, playing both of them. Oh. And so this author was like, what would happen if, like, someone, like, built up a different personality and, like, fooled people in a small town? Hmm. Yeah. Which is not... (laughs) That's not the focus of the movie. Uh, uh, Yeah. I would argue the focus of the movie is hook hand. (laughs) Um... But she did say in a 2002 interview, she said she was appalled that this original teen story was turned into a slasher film. So she like hadn't meant for it to be a slasher film, which is crazy. I don't think she should be appalled. Like that's like too strong an emotion for this movie. (laughs) Um, Yes, I agree. Um, Something I also recently found out is that there's going to be a TV series. Yes, uh, you mentioned that. Amazon. Uh, why probably when this episode airs it'll just have come out but we are not talking about it (laughs) not today at least um what's your what's your relationship to these people in this oh my gosh i had the same question so not not a i would say like not a strong relation like these are just these actors do not loom large in my mind um (laughs) i will say that i don't believe i've seen jennifer love hewitt in anything ever but i knew she was like absolutely hot as as all heck um <laughs> i i know sarah michelle geller from buffy of course but i actually don't i don't love buffy um and Ooh. i knew that she was like in a relationship with freddie pritz jr and i did i of course had to look up like where the relationship started and they did meet while filming this movie yes yes um, it, but like, they didn't they didn't start dating until later it was and a celeb couple of the then year. the blonde guy, what Ryan? What's his name? Felipe. I don't know. <laughs> he so I he's also in um that other movie with Sarah Michelle Gellar where the the, the kiss happens uh, with Blair. No idea. I'm, anyway, no, I just don't have a strong relation to these people. What about you? 
I also was not a Buffy teen, but I weirdly like I listened to Jennifer Love Hewitt's music a bunch when I was like an, a what? young teen. Yeah, oh I think God. she just had like some. I think she just so she like wanted to be a musician. Like she didn't want to be an actor originally. She wanted to be a singer, and she just had some like chill like pop rock like guitar songs that like would play on the radio in the Philippines and were like fun to sing. Um, yeah, and so like that's very random because then I then I made the connection later on in my life that yeah it. <laughs> um and she um she apparently like really really wanted to be a singer like she's had like four albums like she oh my god i her song she has a song cool with you that like i used to like sing in the shower so like (sighs) it's weird that like i feel like that's my primary connection to her and not you know seeing her and stuff because i agree with you i don't feel i think we're like slightly too young maybe yeah what is um, she known for? Is there a, is there a show? Did she was she in a TV show that was like I think her she's show? known for I know what you did last summer like series like I'm not like I think that's what it is. Okay, I'm looking. Do you her mean up. like Do you mean like before that? Like, like I think there. <sighs> no, no. I mean I know why they cast her. Oh, she says there's, at the time she was mainly reasons. known for her role on the TV series Party of Five. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Um, like I don't know these movies that she's in. Ghost Whisperer. Apparently, okay. she was That's cast it. based on her ability to project vulnerability. Okay, and then about Sarah Michelle Gellar, they commented and said, "I wanted an actress that had a warmth to her, but could still come off as being a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> that feels uh, the sexist. Perfect, <laughs> the perfect, the perfect uh, crazy woman character i Um, guess i think i've heard of her from ghost whisperer but i've never seen it and because i'm sort of thinking of how like jennifer garner like i have the same relationship with her where she's an alias but i've never seen that but like i know she's anyway we don't need to talk about these jennifers anymore um should we jump in yeah let's do it okay Okay. (laughs) julie ray helen and barry celebrate the last summer before college at a big july 4th festival after Helen wins a beauty pageant, they all drive to the beach where they, the respective couples kiss and talk about their futures. On the way back, they hit and seemingly kill a man. Julie wants to call the police, but the others are less sure. As they are deciding what to do, Julie's friend Max comes upon the scene, but they manage to get him to leave without much suspicion. Barry convinces them to dump the body in the sea, and they promise to keep what happened a secret. When he has to jump in to get Helen's crown, the man's eyes open. Um, I was going to say that Barry's, like, aesthetic actually is very similar to, like, what I think Justin Timberlake was trying to go for Mm. when he had his, like, big moment with, like, the bleached, like, tips and, like, kind of looking very, like, I don't know, looks like he uses moisturizer on his face. So, like, (laughs) like, there's a a toe in the metrosexual sea, but it's also like grungy like wife yeah 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 (laughs) uh i don't like it and then um johnny galecki from big bang theory is in this that's who that guy is (laughs) okay i was like i I know he he looks like someone i was like kind of sad i was like oh he's like an actor he like he i don't know i was like (laughs) this is before he signed his life to big i mean i'm sure he's like happy but i 
Oh, I he's really just like dripping. I really in money. don't like Big Bang Theory, and it was nice to see him be someone else. Um, the only genuine thought, like the only <laughs> real reaction I had to the beginning of this movie was about Julie's character as this kind of feminist. And what's interesting huh. to me is that we see a lot of we see a lot of like feminists, like um like <laughs> take to peg the patriarchy characters in the movies we watch that feel really bad they feel bad um to me. And it's funny because to me I I'm sort of getting like feminist light and I'm wondering if if she's like the equivalent of this or if this was something new that they didn't really have like what did you take away (laughs) (laughs) what did you take away from her uh i thought it was like the classic blonde versus brunette like art oh wow okay (laughs) interesting i think think they like they were like she's like vulnerable but she's also kind of the smart one i don't know right interesting and then sarah michelle geller is like the hot but crazy one and it's all like it definitely like it feels a little like regressive to watch like how they treat the women in this. Mm. Um, but they they do almost like come across as like cartoon characters because of it. Yeah. Um To me, yeah. uh Jennifer Love Hewitt blows Sarah Michelle Geller out of the water. Re oh, hotness. You, you heard it here first. <laughs> and like I, but again, I don't like blondes. But I don't know. I I found her character it's it's almost like they were trying to add some depth to her character by having her be slightly intellectual but it to be honest like there there is not a lot of depth what what is an in intellectual thing that she did i can't remember <laughs> but i i okay. wrote the note feminist so she does something feministy <laughs> that i i can't remember and i'm I not going to watch this again i have a question um which of your friends was best and worst at driving ooh that is a great question. Okay. Thanks. Incredible drivers. <laughs> give, I'm going to give a shout out to Jessica Brand. I always felt very comfortable and safe in her car. Mm. Good job. She also drove her mom's minivan. I feel like she just had natural like mom instincts from a young age. Um, who else is good at driving? I mean, luckily, none of my friends were bad at driving, so I don't have any like juicy juicy news stories on that. yeah yeah i will i'll 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 roast walter for a second and say that when i first started going out with him <laughs> it was an issue and actually he drove me and a roommate to who was it who did we see did we sufia do we see fleet foxes or sufia and stevens and after after the drive back my roommate was like you need to talk to him about how he drives <laughs> um yeah but in high school everyone Damn. was good. What about you? Wait, and also, like, what are, when did you start driving? Oh, yeah. I, so, around the age when everyone was starting driving, I moved to a city. That's when I moved to Bangkok. And so, I didn't learn until college because I didn't want to drive in a city. Yeah. Um, so, I learned late. Um, but, but my friends in Manila had already learned. And I would say the best of us was uh, my friend Anna. She, she had, like, a large family. And they, so, they always had, like, vans. And so, like, she would have to learn on like a giant like van as like her first car to drive. And so I just remember being like coming home um, one time in college and like being in a gigantic van with her and like one other friend. And she just like 
backs into this tiny corner spot without a backup cam with this giant van and i was like you are god like incredible <laughs> and she's just like laughing and like probably holding a cigarette honestly um oh my god and, <laughs> um worse of driving i the thing is like i think i didn't ever um i didn't ever like uh be in friends cars like when they were learning just because like that at that time like i was probably already like um busy with extracurriculars that's really that's really lame but um i did have a friend that like at a young age before we could get a learner's permit or driver's license like she kept like nagging um like anyone to be like hey like can i drive can i drive um and she would also like drive <laughs> her relatives like golf cart around a lot and i was like legitimately scared sometimes we would like flip it <laughs> Oh my God. because it feels like golf carts like are so dangerous because if you're a high schooler driving it you like feel like you can just like zip around but it's it's a car like <laughs> no walls <laughs> <laughs> when did you learn to drive um so in new jersey i think what happens is you get your learner's permit at 16 and then at 17 you can have like uh, a guest a guest you can have one guest a in your guest. car um, and there was actually this whole big drama when I was that age because there was something, some someone's law, it was like Kelly's law, that's not the right name, but some lady's law, uh, where you had to put a red sticker on your car if you still had a learner's permit. And there was all this, um, there was all these uh, think pieces, but they were spoken out loud. So there were just discussions mm. about <laughs> whether that would inspire people to like follow someone who was young. Yes, yes. Oh, basically whether it was ageist and like what that meant. Yes, anyway. Yes. So that was the New Jersey drama. And like every so often you'll still drama. see a red little sticker on the back of someone's car in New Jersey and you'll be like, oh. Uh, a remnant. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie also immediately does something that you don't like, Jane, which is that they're at the beach and like making out. And wait, is it? Yeah, Julie like takes off her cardigan and the guy goes, Are you sure? And I'm oh, like, Yeah, they immediately yeah, have I, sex outside. When I take off my cardigan, it's time to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <sighs> I couldn't take. I-, I will say that I could not take anything really seriously from the beginning. So it didn't offend me. I was just like, well, Okay. They're going to have sex for the first time on a beach without a blanket, without anything. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. I honestly didn't find anyone like particularly like sexy. Like, I know they were trying to have. Um, Helen be like the beauty pageant queen and like how mm-hmm. she's like very hot and like that's what she's gonna that's how she's gonna like climb her way to the top and like no one was like acting very horny I guess yeah not a, yeah I agreed nothing feels real so like it's hard to be horny if you're not real what um when you were <laughs> in high school um what like horror like types like tropes do you think were you scared of most because I was gonna say like I don't think like a hook hand story would have been like very popular <laughs> no. when I was a teen. Like, ho- like, okay, it's a guy with a hook hand. That's like kind of sad. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, like he he, can, he doesn't need a hook hand. Like he can just stab me with a knife. So I probably good context for our spooky month is that I just like fully can't handle scary movies. And until recently, I really didn't watch them. And I'm glad that Issa came into my life for many reasons, including that she's encouraged spooky movie Forest. watching <laughs> what movie did we watch we saw we went what to see we us them oh yeah that was pretty fucking scary in theater and that was us like was really scary. fun and and it genuinely scared me but the one thing i'm 
The one like stupid, scary story that I do think kind of freaks me out is the one where the guy's like, he goes home and and every day when he goes to sleep, he puts his hand down to, um, and his dog will lick his hand, just be like, I'm here. And then okay. <laughs> the next day he like finds his dog is all like dead, all dead and stuff. And he's like, okay. but someone licked my hand. And so oh. the murderer like, you know, licked That's his gross. little fingers. <laughs> but it's so it's so freaky because yeah, it's like yeah, someone's yeah. under your bed. I do like, yeah, I do like that trope of like, it's in your hat, like the clown is in your house or whatever, like <laughs> sh- sh- shit like that. Like that is something that people um, would tell stories about. I also think like in high school, a lot of movies like The Ring were coming out. And so like mm-hmm. um, a lot of like Japanese or Korean horror movies are being remade. And then like, obviously like sadly only the american version would like make its way around the world but like that type of like little scary girl little scary asian girl horror <laughs> was like very very i feel like very very big part of like what first got me to like watch scary movies with friends and like all scream together like trauma bond <laughs> um but that that genre and then like the story of like yeah the punchline is someone licked his hand <laughs> That those were like the two genres that people scared each other with. Should we move Little on? Little Asians, men licking hands. <laughs> this is also honestly, which is on which is scarier? You, you porn. <laughs> okay, the next summer, a guilt-ridden Julie comes back from college. She's already not doing well, but freaks out further when she receives a letter that says, "I know what you did last summer." Uh, she hasn't stayed in touch with her friends, but finds Helen, who then brings her to Barry. He suspects Max and handles the situation by assaulting him and telling him to keep his mouth shut. Julie also talks to Ray, who now works as a fisherman. Later, Max is stabbed through the neck with a hook by a mysterious man in a rain slicker. Barry finds a note in his gym locker which says, I know. He is then chased by the slicker man and hit with a car, which I think is his car. The man looms over him with a hook but doesn't kill him. Um, did you notice that when they're at the docks, like, the they were just, like, cars-shaped, like, fish? No, what the f- Okay, here's where I reveal that I was also looking at Poshmark.com okay, while watching I, this movie. I was, like, watching the movie, like, you know, fa- just, like, fairly in a regular state of mind, and Nate, like, turns and immediately goes, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what are those, like, fish cars? And I think it's because later on there's, like, um some sort of, like- um festival what happens there's like a fair the july 4th festival oh yeah but they they, like that's that's then they're like in the parade but there's a scene like early on where there's just like some parked cars shaped like herrings okay i understand so the fish cars are later in the parade and they're just being parked yeah um i was i was confused about the vibes of this town because it's not new england yeah, um, and it's that was difficult. Walter was very. He was like, "There's no cliffs like this in South Carolina," and I was like, Ooh. "Whatever." And then he was like, "It was filmed in California," and I was like, "Okay, you fucking win, dude." Um, so it's filmed. Oh, in California. but it's like, yeah, that's in, that's actually interesting because like it's not sunny ever in the movie. <laughs> mm. So they I also did try like, to make it look be, ghostly. There has to be cliffs somewhere in South Carolina. If you know of a cliff in South Carolina, <laughs> write in. Help her. Um, yeah. <laughs> Help me win in this. Okay. Anyway, so Julie, I don't know if we're supposed to read her thin bangs as a sign of her Ooh. being ill. Her bangs are so thin. 
There's like seven yeah. thin bangs. And I wasn't sure if that was like a sign of the times <laughs> of her, of her <laughs> trauma. And then oh. she has nice layered choker necklaces, which I was like, all right. <laughs> I like I think it's like thin bangs like brunette like very very skinny face and like giant eyes like that's that's like her that's her archetype she's like you want to take care of her she's vulnerable yeah but then she's also smart I don't know um I read that Max wasn't supposed to die. They just needed to like up the ante of the film. And so they <laughs> reshot that and they were like, we'll just kill this guy. I did legitimately jump. That's maybe the only killing I like kind of liked when they showed us like the hook through his Agreed. chin. Like I liked it. I was like, oh, maybe the killings will be like fun to watch. I agree. That was the only one that felt at all scary. And at the same time, I did think, why are they killing him? So it makes sense to me that they wouldn't have killed this character. I'm like, mm. like, if the guy, like, how does the guy even know yes, that Max yes. was there? I mean, it doesn't really, it doesn't really make sense if also, we're being honest. there's, like, a scene where, I don't remember if this is Max or, like, oh, no, I think it's, I think it's um, Barry. Yes, because he goes to the gym, but it's, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, a fisherman gym. Like, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, no, what? Do you, like... The the gym <laughs> seems to be like in the same building as like the docks and like all the fishing equipment and there's like fishing equipment hanging from like I was so confused by like the the environments. I swear to god it was like the fisherman's gym. <laughs> like a lot okay. of I, I don't get maybe I just don't get fishing towns in the south. I, I truly was like from the, the fish car to the fisherman gym, I was like, I'm thrown off. I don't think that you should take this as the like prototype of fish towns. I will say. <laughs> fish okay. Town. I what is your relationship with the scary movie franchise? Oh, um I actually for someone who likes horror movies in adulthood, I didn't watch a lot of them. Um and I probably watched like the first and the third one, mm-hmm. but like in sort of in pieces like when it was on at someone's house or something like that. Um, yeah. How about you? Okay. This is what's important. So scary movie number three, especially was one of those movies that was constantly on like VH1 or MTV movies Mm -hmm. that rock. So I think I've seen that. Like if I, if I looked at the number of times I've seen that movie, I'd be horrified so many times. Oh shit. Um, Okay. However, I also remember seeing it for the first time as a kid at my friend's house up the street and being genuinely scared of it. That's how much of a scaredy cat I was. But I was scared of scary movie and I remember like running home um, in the dark. Here's the thing. Scary movie, one of them satirizes this movie specifically. Right. But it's not actually that different from this movie. Like I assumed going into this movie that they would be like really heightening certain aspects, but they're not. Um, and one part, so wait, have you seen the one? Okay, Barry finds a note in his gym locker. In the s- scary movie version of this, he finds a picture of his penis, <laughs> which is small, that's of pretty, course, because- That's pretty good. <laughs> we, hate, we hate bodies. Um, that's a good joke. <laughs> I guess. The, okay, I'll, another one last comment before we move on. The scary movie franchise does not hold up. It does not. It's really bad. There's we watched one of them during pandemic. It's still happening. Um, 
And one of the characters is supposed to be mentally challenged. Mm. And then, spoiler alert, it's revealed at the end that he's not. He's just been faking it. Oh, that's like it's it's really like it's that really bad. That's really bad. I like I don't I think I agree with you that like I thought this was going to like lean into like this is a horror movie and like it's going to be like the atmosphere will be creepy and they're going to heighten the like suspense. And it didn't feel like that. It, <laughs> it like honestly kind of just felt like I don't know, like a movie made for TV, like. Mm, nothing yeah. they didn't like spend enough time on things that were scary um yeah. i did w- i did want to say speaking of like like you know out of date horror movie tropes i think like we i was trying to establish like why why they killed max and you know there's sort of like morality embedded in a lot of these older movies about it and i can't like i guess the lesson from max dying is like don't be short and like an asshole like <laughs> you know what i mean like what did he do he wrong place, wrong time. I guess That's he was it. sort of flirting with one of them, right? Julie. He was hitting on Julie, and they were like, "Get rid of him," because I guess he's he supposed to be kind like, of a dweeb. Is he like he looks? First of all, he looks forty, and this is like ninety ninety seven. Yeah, and he's handsome. <laughs> like, everyone looks old. He looks normal. Like he looks yeah. more normal than Justin Timberlake. Um, <laughs> the other thing I didn't understand that I had problems with that maybe you can help me with is that. I, I can't remember, but one of them, not Barry, but the other guy, um, they're like, it's you. We all know you have a slicker. And I was like, what? Yeah, why do they know that? <laughs> so my question is, which of your friends would own a slicker? <laughs> Literally Walter. And you, and you know it's true. And you know it's true. <laughs> yes, Walter would also be my answer. <laughs> okay, good. Wait, do you know that there's a fly flying around you and often landing on your microphone? <laughs> Yes, I I was trying to kill it before the record and it didn't work out. It's fine. It's having a nice time on the mic. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Okay. Julie does some research and determines that the guy they killed was named David. Julie and Helen visit <laughs> David's creepy sister, and we see a black coat at her house. The sister mentions that there was one guy who came to pay his respects to David named Billy Blue, and they assume that that's the killer. After Helen goes home, Slicker Guy shows up. Cuts off a bunch of her hair and writes soon on her mirror. Julie drives over to help, but then finds dead Max in her trunk covered in crabs. She brings Helen and Barry (laughs) out to see, but then her trunk is empty. Barry is convinced Ray is the killer, but Ray claims to have gotten his own letter. The friends split up, with Helen and Barry going to the July 4th parade, while Julie visits Missy again. Missy says that David died by suicide out of guilt for accidentally killing his girlfriend, Susie. Missy pulls out a suicide note, which Julie realizes is a death threat. Can I be honest? Yes. I didn't like fully understand what was happening. Like, like, okay. (laughs) Oh, like the story that they were uncovering. Why did she think that that was a suicide note? It was Um, so poor. Like it, it was so. What did it say again? It says like. I don't remember. I know what you did last summer. It, it says something like, to I'll that never effect. never forget or something like that. Yeah. I, I assumed like she thought that meant like guilt. Like I am. I'll never forget that I like killed my girlfriend. Mm, okay. Okay. But it, it, it is I, a jump to make like, oh, that is definitely a suicide note. 
I, there was a, I also didn't understand like well okay so I did find Missy creepy and they have her kind of um skinning animals in the backyard and yes, wielding yes. a knife which I thought was f- sort of fun but also stupid because like very clearly she was she's not the murderer I guess they also like they made her aesthetic she looks like a very scary like Cynthia Nixon type like <laughs> That's yeah, like, that they were like Halloween Cynthia Nixon and like the same like gaunt cheekbones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And in contrast to like the two main characters, I was like, they're like the scariest and craziest a woman can be <laughs> is to like <laughs> cut her hair short and like, you know, like wear cargo pants in her backyard. <laughs> like yeah. if you <laughs> if you look at all kind of different from Julie and Helen. You're this girl skinning animals in her backyard. <laughs> like I was like, okay, there's some like very there's some issues with women like being worked out here. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um I will say that I really love Jennifer Love Hewitt's little brown pants sweater Same. set situation. It's like, literally what people are wearing now. I would kill to look like her. I mean she just she's like for me what a woman and again, this is my own issues I'm working out. Like, that's like what a woman should look like. Just okay. like, <laughs> so fucking okay. cute. It's triggering. Okay, what? Um, Sorry. <laughs> these are my questions. First is, what would be, um, well, how would the killer leave a message in your house instead of like writing soon on your mirror? Oh my God, that's a really good question. Okay. Oh my gosh, I really like this question, but I, I'm probably not going to have a great answer, but Maybe they would like crack open a bag of almonds and sort of, you know, spell it out on the <laughs> dining room table. <laughs> yeah, mine would be mine would be runts. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's a way to like write on anything else, but I guess um I guess that would be like spelling it out in like food or like my cat's food <laughs> or like Jake's food. Aww. Um I I would I miss be Jake. really I would be pissed if they used up like half my lipstick on a mirror. <laughs> yeah, what the f- Fuck. That's expensive. Also, these days it would have to be like liquid lipstick. It would it would be a <laughs> wand. You know what I mean? It would be a doe foot applicator. <laughs> I will just say back to talking about uh, JLH's body, which I shouldn't talk about too much because I feel okay. like I'm doing the harm. But I did just go to a wedding and, oh. you know, sometimes when you – or like a, a pre-wedding event. And I just wore a dress that made me feel like so much not like JLH that – you know what I mean? You feel oh, like you gotta pick, like, you gotta pick a better, you gotta pick a dress that you love yourself in. I know, it's oh god. I did. I do I have love this problem. Me. I, I do love have this myself. problem. I don't want anyone else. I I bought a I bought a dress on sale. Okay, Jane's cracking herself up. I bought a dress on sale for a wedding, and I ended up not wearing it to my friend's wedding because like a lot of people were like, "That looks so hot. Like you should definitely wear it." And I was like, "I'm gonna be self conscious all night." So like, mm. I ended up not wearing it. Um, yeah. But if you're JLH, I mean, she probably still has those thoughts, unfortunately. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a conversation I think we need to have off mic. Is that it's actually not about what you look like. It's about okay. in your, you need to have it. You and me need your, to have it in off your brain. Mic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my other question for you was if some if there was a dead body in in the trunk of your car <laughs> and it were covered with a different animal, not crabs, what would be the most on brand like critter that they would it use? Would- Probably well. Right now, I'm. I mean, mice. Mice are a constant threat in my world. You oh, know what I, mean? I didn't think about that. Yeah. Why? What, what would you have? Like horses? <laughs> no. Four hundred horses. I work, I work with pigeons. I work with pigeons oh. at work. So it would be like birds. Yeah. I do. Okay. I did laugh. I did laugh at the crabs. Like I thought that was a fun like 
fishing town touch. Okay, here's a question. What, okay, okay, this killer is a theater kid because like he's like, not only am I going to throw this dead body, fill him up with crabs and like spook her, I'm then going to take him away. It's so much. It's so dramatic. There's like so much effort. Like he clearly doesn't have a job. Like there's so much effort. Um, But also like how did he even do that? Like he had to have followed her to this location and then have a device set up where he could have quickly removed all of the whatever, you know? Crabs. The crabs. Well, we could cook the crabs. Um, I was going to say if there's any vibes of like a deeper message in this movie, something I did like think about was like you know julie's the only one that goes to college and she comes back and everyone's still a fucking loser right like yeah helen like never mm-hmm. made it out and stuff and so i guess if ugh, i'm like giving the movie too much credit but i think what they're trying to say is like the fear is like you're you're stuck in your hometown mm-hmm. and you're that same person like the when the guys like when you hit that car like you were a shitty person and the fear is like you'll always be that person and like you'll never outgrow this like shitty town and like the only the only character I actually like felt that about was maybe Sarah Michelle Gellar because she was the only one that was like I want to do this and then it didn't yeah. work out. But I was like, what are they trying? Like, what is this about? And it's like, I don't want to live in my fisherman town. <laughs> like yeah. that's I like that's that. the vibe. Um, I also feel like there was some shade on Ray for being a fisherman, but he was the only one who seemed kind of content and happy. Yeah, and also like yeah, and also. No one seemed to, like, know what they wanted to, like, do with their life. Um, I also wanted to be like, Julie, just, like, go back to college. If you're scared, like, if this was happening on a break from college, I'd be like, okay, I'm out. I'm just going to, like, go back and, like, work on campus. I don't want to <laughs> live here right now. <laughs> with the killer. Um, well, the killer's at large. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, some other lessons from the deaths, I guess, is, like, don't be a bitch. Like, I don't know. Like, why does, sh- da- why does Sarah Michelle Gellar die? I, is it just okay, here's like another question that I mean? that I have. The, where I mean, everyone knows we all know that the killer actually killed the guy that they thought about that. So like, why does he have to go on this killing spree? Is he just a maniac? Is that what we're supposed to take away? He just made he's he is maniac. He is maniac. I do like that he does kill a cop, which I was like, yeah, okay. I know. Hukan <laughs> <laughs> said a cab. <laughs> um, I yeah, I don't know. I think like he's. Well, it sounds like he just like has hate for these teens in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's just move on. Like Let's move on. The hot teens, yes. Okay, at the beauty pageant, Helen watches from the stage as Barry is murdered on the balcony. By the time that I get, they get up there, the body is gone. A police officer drives her home, but stops to help a stranded driver. Surprise! It's Slicker Man, and he kills the police officer. Helen runs to her family store, where both she and her sister are murdered. Julie finds an article mentioning Susie's father, Ben, and realizes that Ben was the guy they hit, and that he had been killed. Oh, no, no, sorry. He had killed David (laughs) to avenge his daughter. She tells Ray, but freaks out when she sees that his boat is called Billy Blue. A fisherman steps in and tells her to hide on the boat where she finds pictures of her and her friends. A chase ensues during which Julie finds Helen and Barry's bodies. Ray is able to rescue Julie, cutting off Ben's hand and sending him overboard. A year later, Julie is in a much better mood until she notices I Still Know written on the shower, a mysterious figure attacks. I do like, um, I do realize now, like, all the names are just like the first name they could think of. They're like, yeah, this yeah. person's David. <laughs> this is Ben. <laughs> um, 
I didn't realize this was going to be a boat movie. The boat is so big at the end when they're like running around this ship. Like, yeah, we were just we were just like watching it being like, where are they hiding? Like, there's so many environments, like more interesting than the town. Jane has nothing <laughs> to contribute. <laughs> I Okay, can I be uh, honest my, with what my, I'm trying? What to, I, I'm trying to think through the plot. Like, I'm trying to think, do I understand what happened here? So like what? this 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 guy who we see at the very beginning, um, David, he didn't he he wasn't going to die by suicide. He was just hanging out, being thoughtful, and then Ben kills him to yes. avenge his daughter. So I think I'm just too stupid. Then they um, they hit they hit him, and then um, no, it's it's not. I think it's not very fun as a reveal because like. It's just like pulling random stories out of a hat, kind of like nothing is like connecting except that like they hit a guy. So like it's yeah. just no- and they don't build up the village enough that you feel like you know anyone in the town. I'm I was like, also ben, looking who's for ben? who's Susie. <laughs> I was also looking for leggings um, on sale at this point. So that's probably <laughs> okay, why I did you notice? Follow. <laughs> did you notice that Sarah Michelle Gellar was wearing this like green dress? With, like, a neckline that's, like, back in style now, where it's, like, a slip dress with, like, the little bit of, like, the, like, kind of, like, the pink dress that I was telling yeah. you about that I bought. And I was, like, oh, my God, we've just, like, come full circle back to that dress. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, back to, just quickly back to Scary Movie, I wanted to point point out one example of why it's actually just so similar to this movie. So, so Helen, Helen is screaming for help as Barry is being murdered. And there's sort of a crowd of people that gather, and instead of trying to do anything helpful, they're they're very obviously preventing her from right. going to see Barry, or just they're they're in her way in a way that's unbelievable. And they do that a lot in Scary Movie. But I again, I thought that that was the joke. Like I thought Scary Movie would be making fun of this and like putting in obstacles where obviously there shouldn't be one. But in fact, that is just what happens in right. the movie. I also, yeah, I I think I remember that from Scary Movie. Um, I also was thinking at this point, like, if I were the killer and, like, she was trapped on my boat, I would just, like, wait a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. shut them out. <laughs> oh, good there, point. <laughs> but obviously the, then there wouldn't be a movie. Um, but also, okay, biggest reveal, his hand wasn't even a hook. No, he just he was used holding the hook. a hook, but that, his hand I was gets like, cut off. I was yeah, and then it can be so a hook. This but I was is, like, what? This is more. What's it called when like a Superman gets his power story, like an origin, or origin. story? This is like yeah. the origin story of Hookman. And then he's like seven feet tall in the end. <laughs> like I don't know why, but the rest of the movie he's normal shaped, and then like in the end when he's like looming upon them, he's so big. But yeah, I was I was actually pissed that the hand wasn't a hook. I wanted to get. Like that, he had th- some cool reason why his hand was in a hook. But I've got to say the what I was gonna say about the end is that um, the the quick scenes with like Julian College and then getting like oh no he's still following me like I actually really like that like mm. but maybe it's just because we like like a campus story. <laughs> oh yeah, um, and I like the fake out where she gets an envelope and it's like something else. Um, and I was gonna ask you. Have you ever gotten a handwritten invite to a party or like a function? <laughs> not since I was a child. I remember having to write out letters as a child, but not not in forever. 
Have you? Yes, I um we were talking about frats earlier but off mic. Um there was this very pretentious frat in undergrad that I won't name that held a champagne party and they actually did like an invite list where they would invite like people just people they wanted and you had to get an invite to allegedly get in and they would put a a hand or not a handwritten but like a printed like card in our um in our mailboxes which is like crazy to think about like on a college campus that you're gonna like put that much effort into being like who do we invite and who do we not um the reason the only reason i was invited is because my friend was dating someone in the frat um so she got me on the list and now looking back i was like this is so stupid (laughs) but like definitely in like freshman and sophomore year i was like yeah i'm hot (laughs) well also it surprises me that men would like boys I yes. should say, would go to that effort. That's interesting. Yeah, Maybe like, they just think like, about, don't have access to a printer, though. Think about like the project management involved yeah. in like the the list and then like who's going to put it in the mailbox. <laughs> like, There's probably some hazing thing. They were like, you have to yeah, write these they letters. Just, like, <laughs> they I just have like an made idea. them do it. What's the idea? Is Hookman the teacher in Jennifer's body? Exactly. I was thinking about I was thinking about this. I like Hookman and Jennifer's body much more than this Hookman, but you're right that it could be, there could be continuity because he could leave this town. Yeah. I don't. And he does seem pretty old in Jennifer's body. <laughs> a lot of this movie doesn't work for me because I just don't believe it in in any in any sense. Like even in this like fake reality, it doesn't feel real. Like why would they assume that Billy Blue is the killer? They're just, they're just like, it's him. I mean, I I guess not like it just none of it none of it's believable. There's not really enough tension. Like, it's not scary enough or silly enough. It's just not it's just not enough. So your answer me. is the movie is bad. Yeah, I think my answer. Okay, we've come to the end. We answered a few questions. <laughs> is this movie good or bad? I think my answer is that it's bad now. But I I can imagine if I were like fourteen when it came out. I would go to see it and the experience of watching it with friends would be more fun because people would be in the theater being like, ha ha ha, that's you, that's you. And like, I don't know, just like relating to it in a certain way. Um, And I I feel like we've passed the window where we can relate to it, sadly. Mm. Um, The second question is, did you like it? And it sounds like your answer is also no. The thing is, I also didn't hate it, which which is yeah. almost regrettable. Like, I just didn't have a lot of feelings towards it, and uh, it just didn't do much for me, and it wasn't very f- fun to watch. Yeah, I I feel similarly, and then I'm like, is that – they're just, like, remaking it because they know that, and so, like, they'll just make a rebooted version that we can like, but, like, I'm probably going to hate that also, you know? <laughs> yeah like just don't reboot it just make a different one but like i get that like now it feels like the slasher genre has been done and so people are just gonna do reboots because they feel like they can't you know just do a quintessential hook hand story anymore (laughs) and man door hand hook car door um what type of teen is this movie for at this point i don't think like i don't think many current teens would care about this movie unless they're horror completists and sort of want like some fundamental scary movies in their backlog. I had an idea and it was um, have a Halloween party where you show all the movies in this franchise in the background because they're like not interesting enough that you want to sit and watch them, but you can just like have them on. Absolutely. Um, 
So the teens at that fictional party should do that. <laughs> I think that's a really good answer. And I can also imagine, okay, there was this yogurt shop, a frozen yogurt shop. Okay. Um, that I would go to sometimes and they would always have like 60s beach movies on. And I can mm. imagine them playing this movie for like Halloween or like not necessarily yeah. that store, but like having it on as, as in the background and so, or even at a bar because then all you need to do, like the whole point of that is just to have people go, oh, that movie. I remember that movie. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like more of it's just like a reference to go back to, but we don't actually enjoy it anymore, which is so sad. <laughs> but yeah. like, I unfortunately think that's just what it is. Like, it can still be a cultural touchstone. We just like don't really like it anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah. Jane, what are you watching these days that's not this? I have two things to talk about. Um, I saw Voyeurs. Voyeurs? Voyeurs. Um, oh, with um Sydney Sweeney. It's chock full of, of important teens. Sydney Sweeney, Justice Is that Smith. his name? Mm-hmm. Justice Smith, who's in Generations and some movies we've watched. Um a woman who I forget her name, but she was in the society. None of them are actually teens, but they've all played teens. Um, and ultimately, it's a bad movie, but I did think it was like interesting <laughs> to watch. I also have something maybe controversial to say, which I think <gasps> Sydney Sweet is her name Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, she is hot, Uh-oh. but she's not Uh-oh. sexy. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if I agree. <laughs> okay, sexiness Wait, has not explain. has nothing to do with how you look. It's it's like how it's it's like an essence and this movie is like an erotic thriller but it it wasn't like sexy at all interesting um it is ridiculous which is so that's why it's fun to watch and there's like a stupid twist and um so like i do recommend it but like it wasn't like hot i think she's sexy in euphoria because she's just playing like a hot teen who's like still figuring out how to be sexy but I don't mm. think she – I think she pulls off, like, having a different side of her character – or, like, having a different character in White Lotus. And I think I think she's, like, good. And that's why sometimes she can be sexy and sometimes not. But the thing that's is she's read. supposed – it's supposed to be sexy in voice. Yeah, it, it sounds just, like, like she wasn't. just didn't do it. Yeah. She I don't know. Do I right would love people's this. opinions. Also, Justice um, – Smith. He, he puts on this, like, really low voice – and I'm sure that for people who don't aren't like familiar with him, it wouldn't matter. But I did find it distracting, and also I don't think it's consistent. Like he starts the movie really low, and then like halfway through, it's like medium low. He um, sort of did that in the Get Down as well. Okay, people were like, "Why is he speaking like that?" I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, obviously he's an actor; like he knows what he's doing. But uh, and then the other thing I watched was High School Musical: The Musical, the series, <gasps> and I think it's good. It's good. Olivia That's, Rodrigo. It's good. Um, it's sort of like Glee, which probably isn't like proving my point to most people, but um, the acting is all really good. It's it actually makes me genuinely laugh, and oh, wow. it's cute. It's cute. I will yeah. eventually watch it. Um, because I was on a work trip, I didn't get to watch mostly anything this week. I. I watched some anime with Nate before I left. We finished Jujutsu Kaisen, which is a, a pretty fun series. Another, like many animes, they're supposed to be teens, but they look much older. Um, and then uh, I I had caught up to um, 
all of only murders in the building um but i think i think this weekend oh something i really um wanted to watch was um malignant and i think i will have some thoughts about it because based on my friend group like some people liked it and some hated it so ooh, what is that yeah. even about i think it's like a campy horror movie okay that's right on time. um jane what's for lunch <laughs> okay we have a new segment where we asked our patreons patrons whatever we ask you guys what you eat for lunch and we got some really good answers thank you for sharing um yeah, they're all oh they're God. all wonderful to read i wanted to comment on aries answer which was amy's microwave burritos every day for two years and i had to ask them did you microwave it before school or after school? And they said, at school, I'm not a barbarian, which is really interesting to me because I don't believe I had access to a microwave at high a school. Microwave. A microwave. Did you? At Were school. you able to microwave I don't, stuff? I don't think so. I think like they wouldn't have trusted us with it because we would like break it. Um, yeah, because I ate a lot of cold lunch. <laughs> yeah, I only ate cold lunch. I will say Amy's burritos are so good. Um, but there is like the way that you microwave them is very important because they, they, first of all, they explode and then you kind of have to <laughs> lick, you have to like lick the remnants off the wet paper towel. Um, and well, maybe that's burn why I mouth. was like the image of someone like, mi- you know, microwaving it start to finish, like, you know what I mean? Like cooking it every, every day, <laughs> like everyone has to wait to use the microwave. <laughs> yeah. Also, I um, think I did bring in pre-microwave burritos to school like i'm certain i've done that and they're so fine Ari, Ari is roasting you get off is it it's Ari? Um, get off your fucking throne. I, I, <laughs> um i have never had an amy's microwave burrito oh they're so wait oh you don't like beans never mind yep should we go to the next one? Oh sure okay um, do you have any thoughts on jason's do you want to read it sure Lunchable nacho cheese and salsa. All other Lunchables were gross, but this one was my jam. Never ate the salsa. I love that. <laughs> I love that addendum. This one rocks. I ate half of it. I, you ate half of it? Oh, oh, you're saying Jason ate half of it. Yeah. I thought you were like, this lunch rocks. I'd eat half of it. <laughs> um, I wasn't really a Lunchable kid. Were you? Okay. Lunchables Uh-oh. to my parents were were Unhealthy? gold they were they were oh, gold. they, were, okay, okay, they right. were very expensive they were they were not for us and so i remember sometimes eating lunchables when friends didn't want to finish theirs which still to this day shocks me because i was like first of all lunchables isn't enough food second of all you're gonna give me half of your lunchables and be fine yeah wait I, so did you eat lunchables ever no i had tried them but like they just weren't my thing i just don't I don't think I like a snack format for a meal. Does that make mm. sense? Like, yeah. I, f- I felt like no matter how many of them I would eat, I would not feel full, even though yeah. like they would, it's just like pieces. I don't like pieces. <laughs> okay, I do have... Okay, so the one... It's interesting that Jason points out the, the nacho cheese and salsa is... is Nacho cheese rocks, but that one is particularly not filling. Then there were yeah. the pizza ones that sort of came on a like chalky disc and then you would like squeeze chalky out the disc. sauce those were nasty but fun to eat I and then they had that one yeah the best ones in my opinion were the like taco ones where you would get a squeezy tube of 
I don't know if it was meat or beans, but it was some like spicy mixture. <laughs> and you would squeeze it into the taco and then you would put a little cheese on there. I think it's beans because I didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't want it. I did just notice Ari points out Amy's micro burritos every day for two years. What about the other two years of high school? Oh my God, good point. God damn. <laughs> Okay, let's. Okay. Um, can I read Kaysen's? Yeah, please do. Okay, Kaysen says, I was definitely a cafeteria teen. Every, strong identify. Every Thursday, they would have mashed potatoes and fried chicken, and I was all about that. I also love pizza pockets. My friend was such a cafeteria teen, he would go back near the end of lunch and get seconds, and he became so known for doing this that the lunch lady started saying to him while he was in line, come back and we will have seconds for you. Um, and he was deeply embarrassed at this, LOL. That's cute. That's cute. He shouldn't I also be think- embarrassed. Your friend should subscribe to the Patreon and tell the story themselves. What are pizza pockets? <laughs> Does that mean what is that like hot? Okay, pockets? what? Um, yeah, similar, but like it's more. It's shaped like um, it's just a different shape. <laughs> Wait, is it Tostinas? Does is it Tostinas pizza rolls or is it no, different? No, there's like pizza pocket, or maybe it's that pizza pockets are the generic name for. All these brands like Tostinos. Okay, I'm interested. Maybe not. Maybe Pizza Pockets is the brand. It's blurry in my memory because, like, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't buy it for myself. I would just like find them in the freezer. Yeah, Um, mashed potatoes and fried chicken sounds good. I also love, I love a microwavable pizza frozen snack. Like, I love um, bagel bites, even though they're not. To me, they're they're not bagels. They're just like little mini pizzas. Yeah. Um, I love, I loved having that at night, and I still do. I like bagel bites better than Tostina pizza rolls. Do you wanna do you wanna read Julie's or do you want Yeah. Okay, Julie. This is a fancy. Her high school didn't have a cafeteria, but they had daily vendors and a Safeway across the street. Whoa. Her fave was Pizza Bullies, DC Jumbo Slice, the size of her torso, and crisp and juicy Peruvian chicken place that came with yuca fries. Also, she ate lots of chicken tendies from the hot bar at Safeway and microwavable Easy Mac incredible like I'm, um I'm, I'm my mouth is well my mouth is genuinely watering i'm <laughs> jane hungry. what's your relationship to dc jumbo slice since you live there okay i'm not familiar with pizza bullies but i don't think that that like i did i did google it i don't think that was my preferred jumbo slice jumbo slice um but i my preferred jumbo slice was just like a random place on 18th street and you were supposed to eat it when you were inebriated otherwise it wasn't gonna taste as good you've I had it i think they i think they taste decent. yeah i i had one a couple years ago, sorry, visiting my friend Emily, and I loved it. Like, I, it was just a good plain pizza, and I put red pepper flakes on it. It was good. I yeah. can't imagine, like, having that in high school, I would say. Yeah, like, agreed. Although Wait, I did, I, do... I, to- I told you I had a Domino's vendor in our oh. cafeteria, but they, it... I, n- now that I'm thinking back, like, I think they just sold it by the slice, mm. and it was probably, like, marked up so that people yeah. didn't buy, like, a whole pizza. Um, but I enjoyed I enjoyed having that as a treat every once in a, every once in a while. My hot take is that um, jumbo slice pizza in DC is the best pizza you can get in DC, which I know oh. people like. Oh. Make, it makes I know it makes people angry, but it's the closest <laughs> to like New York style, um, just New York style plain pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Like, I think it was a good plain slice. Um, All right, okay, Adrian's. Adrian. I have a lot to talk about. So. <laughs> Adrian says that in elementary school, her mom packed her a bagel with cream cheese every day, which now boggles her mind. In middle school, she rebelled against cream cheese and had a bagel with a single slice of American cheese, which is even weirder or worse. 
By high school, she was eating turkey sandwiches and apples like a normal non-carb obsessed person. Now, I have a lot of thoughts about this. First of all, <laughs> I think that Adrian ate mini bagels. And the reason why I think this was a case is because she was my best friend. <laughs> and because after I saw her eating mini bagels with these slices of cheese, my mom started ordering me mini bagels at my request from Sam's. And I started eating bagels with cheese. And it's good. So, Adrian, you don't have, you don't have anything to, like, defend Wait, against. Are you saying that the, the bagels that her mom packed were mini bagels? Yeah. I could be wrong, uh, but what's a mini bagel? <laughs> it's just like a smaller version of a bagel, <laughs> but it's like a brand, like a specific. No, one. it was it oh, okay, was just okay. from it's the just local bagel one. place Sam's, and they made a version that was slightly gotcha, smaller. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and um, I, I honestly like bagels with cheese. It's good. I, I think I could eat a bagel with cream cheese. Um, when I was in vet school, I didn't usually get food on campus. It was more of a commuter, commuter campus because it was a grad school, but. The, the like lunch place there every Friday they would have um their special would be like bagel with lox and cream cheese Ugh. and mm. they would like they started a system where you could call ahead of time and like mm. order it to be picked up because they would run out of lox but then like the more people <laughs> the more people found out about it the more people like the doctors in the hospital and stuff would like call like earlier and earlier Ugh. until you would get there like right on time as they open and they'd be like we have no more <laughs> Oh my like, gosh. Just because, like, it became like. <laughs> so I wonder, like, how they combated that cycle because, like, it couldn't go on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, like, say, place the order really early. <laughs> I think bagels might be my all time favorite food. If I have bagels in the house, it's, it's an item that I cannot keep in my apartment because if I have bagels in my apartment, I will eat a bagel for every single meal. It is my favorite. I, food. I love bagels. I, I am carb obsessed. I love carbs yeah. and I am also normal. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, although we're turkey fighting sandwich, with Adrian. Yeah, turkey sandwiches do rock and like maybe are also my favorite food, so that's confusing. I don't love apples. <laughs> I know They're this not- about you because we went yeah. to Whole Foods and you were like, I'm going to buy an apple to give to a horse. And I was like, you don't have apples at your house? And you were like, no. <laughs> it was like this special apple. You make me sound like I'm. I have like... I'm buying apples at Whole Foods to give to animals. Like, who am I? Like, Melinda Gates? Like, what the fuck? Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, a Snow White. <laughs> no, but it's like, <laughs> to be clear, they had, like, the nice apples that people were eating, and then they had, like, gala apples, which people, I guess, hate. But, like, I kind of like them. Oh, I like, but also I like gala, gala. I guess, like, they would, like, at Whole Foods, you can see that they, like, stratify the apples by class also, you were only at um, whole foods because of me like <laughs> it, 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 yeah um i will read gina's gina says my high school didn't have a cafeteria but we had a student store where we could order lunch and snacks slash drinks and then we ate in the quad or in a teacher's classroom i normally pack lunch and i remember eating a lot of those packaged salads from safeway or hot pockets lol oh. um definitely i also packed lunch i i definitely also ate like cold things though like a lot of people are making reference to like hot microwave things that they could have and i just like you would have to have so many microwaves for people to all be able to microwave right okay i'm realizing now that what i ate a lot of was like lean cuisines that i would microwave before and then put into a container and then, and then just then eat be yeah cold. and then it would just <laughs> yeah Ugh. i absolutely had like meat and rice that was like cooked in the morning and like I would just put it in like a lunchbox and eat it cold. 
It's so degrading to be a a student. Um, It's so degrading. um, I did want to comment on her. She said we ate in the quad or in a teacher's classroom. I would love to hear more about that because occasion like very rarely would i like get get the invite to eat in a teacher's classroom but we almost exclusively Mm. ate in the hallway where we weren't supposed to and or in the library which is like thinking about it it's like a little gross to like eat in the library but um yeah there was definitely some rebellion against the cafeteria we already know gina is like powerful team yeah that's true so like it doesn't surprise me that she would eat in the quad or a teacher's classroom like both like casually very like powerful places to eat your lunch <laughs> like wait where'd you eat your lunch um i in in high school i ate outside like there were mm-hmm. just like steps and little like tables outside um in manila and then in um my international school when i went to bangkok i ate in the choir room oh hell you know, yeah music and band geeks yeah it was just also like a nice because the room was like built to have like kind of like little mini like bleachers inside like there were just like a lot of places to sit that's um, fun okay can i read grams on the yeah. last one graham says my family's standard formula was some kind of fruit a sandwich and a small dessert I went through a long peanut butter and honey sandwich phase. Hmm. In retrospect, was just a way of scamming an extra dessert into the mix. The honey would reach a really sublime, gooey slash crunchy consistency after sitting next to the cold pack for a few hours. Mm. Foodie. Shout out to my mom (laughs) for putting me on whole grain bread from day one. Shout out to Graham's mom. Um, Yeah, I didn't think about like intentionally like cooling down things to like make them interesting. It <laughs> sounds a lot like of thought here. It sounds like Graham was getting his his lunch made for him late in life. <laughs> and I know that Walter also like throughout most of his school his mom was making his lunch. And there is some like gender dynamics at play which I'm interested in like I yeah, That's right Graham, we're canceling was, you. <laughs> I was very concerned with like what I was eating unfortunately at this time and so like making yeah. my lunch was very much my job and like I thought I put a lot of thought into it. And so it is fun. For, like, I am, I'm happy for him that he just, like, you know, opened up his little bag and was like, yay, peanut butter and honey and some fruit. It's funny. And I actually, small dessert. I don't remember what I ate for lunch, like, later on in high school. And I remember earlier on in high school more. And I don't know why that is. Maybe there were just, like, other things that were stressing me out more, like, just the dynamics of who I was going to sit with and stuff. But, like, it's, like, a, a blank in my memory. Like, later on, in, like, yeah, that's very weird. Um, but, yeah. I Did do you like whole grain bread. <laughs> Good choice. I like I like whole grain bread. I don't. I mean, like sourdough is the best, I don't actually but think not it, like, for peanut butter and honey. Right. I I also just like don't see like one like white or whole grain as like like one is better. I just think they're like different bread. Like they're just different. It's like ordering I mean, two different types of pizza. I wouldn't want to. I probably wouldn't want to have just like a plain white slice of bread, but I would totally eat like a plain white sub. Like I prefer that. Yeah, you just, so just like the use context it. depends. I like I like white bread for grilled cheeses. Oh, also, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and when I learned to make um, not a there's not there's like not a panini press, but just like a sandwich toaster maker. Like, I guess you could use it to press a panini, but it it presses like perfect triangles into the bread. <gasps> like making a grilled cheese with that, with like you know like quick melt or like you know, Volvita or something was like really incredibly good. Mm. Um, 
yeah so white bread is good for that i feel jane i feel like we've 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 gone through some really cool lunches i know i'm i'm kind of hungry i do really like that there's such a wide variety here um i do have also, one everyone's last so excited i yeah people were ready to talk about this i have one last comment which is my family again i think i've already said this but was like really into the no fat 90s trend and i specifically remember getting a turkey sub in middle school and squeezing the container of mayonnaise that they just had like outside of the kind of like glass you know how there's like a glass line um yeah I, okay whatever and they just have this like free-floating mayonnaise container and i remember squeezing it onto my sandwich and, and then eating it and being like this is the best thing i've ever tasted and that's because it was full fat mayonnaise and hell yeah that changed my <laughs> life and i will never i will never eat no fat mayonnaise again if i can help it i also have one like evocative memory of a lunch which is that um the one time i usually brought lunch but in my bangkok high school there was one day that i had like i had broken up with my first boyfriend in high school and like we had so much drama because we were in the same friend group and so i just felt i don't know i felt very sad that it was messing up the friend group and i was just feeling really sad and i actually had a free period before lunch and wanted to just like eat lunch alone and just like sit by myself and i went to the cafeteria and the special was um congee like for lunch and it was just this warm amazing like gingery chickeny bowl like just in like in an incredible bowl of congee and i just felt like comforted and like warmed to my soul um and then i've never had a congee that tasted that good again was was there often good food at your cafeteria was the standard like oh it's pretty good i would say like they tried a bunch of different things for their like specials and then like some of them were a hit and some of them were a miss was this that was like definitely a hit was this at the international school yes did they so that's why that's why some of their specials were like cool yeah 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 that's so interesting but but i don't i don't remember a lot of them because number one i mostly brought my lunch and then number two Mm -hmm. like i said i have this like cloud where i can't remember a lot of the lunches after that bowl of kanji i I can't remember anything i ate ever (laughs) i was (laughs) there's just too much drama isa how do people let us know what's for lunch? Good question, Jane. You should subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod um, and see when we post things like what's for lunch. I think like this one was really, really exciting for people. Um, and we were very pleased with how quickly you all responded. Uh, Jane, do you want to talk about what movie is next? It's Scream, right? Which is yes, it's chronologically it before. The- <laughs> yeah, probably whatever. That's okay. I'm actually. Um, I I I'm kind of I'm kind of um excited. I think I think I'll like it more than this. I think I'm gonna like it, but unfortunately, every surprise has been ruined for me. Like I know, I know, like the two Why? big. Like I, I mean, I just know who the killer is, and I know the 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 initial twist. I know, I know the who the killer is too, but I don't think I remember it well enough. I've watched this sort of again, like in bits and pieces, because it was just always on HBO, and I just like don't remember sitting down and watching the whole thing very very much. But I'm excited. That was that was under the bleachers, our podcast about teen content. <laughs> We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend. And with a teen, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at, at @bleacherteens. 
also don't forget to subscribe to our patreon to kick us some support especially if you want to let us know what's for lunch at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod okay we will see you next time under the bleachers, the bleachers. <laughs> that was a weird one <laughs> <laughs>